All right, good morning, everyone. We'll get started. We're continuing on with the Malacha of Choresh. Uh, and just to recap everyone from five weeks ago, because it's been a while, uh, we've been discussing uh, the Malacha of Choresh, which is essentially preparing the ground for growing on Shabbos, which is a Malacha. Uh, one of the creative forbidden activities that are not allowed to be done on Shabbos, preparing the ground uh, for growing or improving, making some kind of improvement in the ground that will help it grow. Uh, grow. And we went through a whole bunch of practical uh, applications where you might think, oh, you know, that's only in an agricultural society. Nowadays, Choresh wouldn't really apply. When are we ever, you know, gr- improving the ground? Uh, but we discussed many different applications, digging in the sand, walking with high heels, um, it, um, removing rocks or things that are blocking uh, plants from growing. Uh, so we discussed that there's all these different practical applications. We'll continue on with some of the other practical ap- applications, which is going to be smoothening out the ground. And we're going to see that it's going to come into sweeping the floor. Uh, or even is it permitted to water the floor, like spill out, if you have a cup of water, can you spill it out on, on bare soil? Meaning if there's plants there, so then you might be watering the plants. That would be a different child of zorea, of planting. But if there's no plants there, so then is it a problem that you're improving the ground by you know, hardening the surface uh, and, uh, and watering the ground? Is that a problem of choresh because you're improving the soil, the quality of the soil for planting? Uh, so maybe it's a problem of, sp- of spilling out a cup of water, or maybe even spitting on the on the ground. Would that be a problem? Yes, no, to be discussed. Um, and today we'll discuss the issue of what's called mashva gumos. Mashva gumos means uh, leveling out the ground. Guma is uh, uh, is a bump in the ground, uh, and mashva is to level it out. Uh, so there's an issue on Shabbos of being mashva gumos of leveling out the ground on Shabbos. Why? Um, so let's see um, what the Gemara says over here. Uh, we have the Gemara in Shabbos, the Ein Gimel Amid Beis. Says the Gemara Shabbos, Ein Gimel Amid Beis. Sorry, I don't have the sheets here. I thought they were in my pamphlet and they weren't there. Then I was like, oh, I must have left them in Shul. And then I checked there and they uh, swapped everything with all the plates up there. So <laughs> they've clearly been cleared out. Um, so uh, the Gemara in Shabbos, Ein Gimel Amid Beis, says, Amar Rav Sheishis. Let's say you have a mound of dirt and then you remove it, right? You remove that mound of dirt on Shabbos. So if it's babayas, if it's inside the home, chayav mishum bona, then you're chayav mish because of bona. Can anyone think why it would be bona to remove a mound of of dirt when it's inside the home? Because you need the, the space. Need the space? Okay. So how's it building in any way? Uh, uh, so Tibi's saying you're making functional space, right? The ground before had uh, like a bump in it. You weren't really able to use it. Uh, so by removing the mound, you're creating like a well, functional... Maybe you're destroying something. Because I think part of the issue of everything is, is forbidden in the inverse as well. So like building is forbidden, but then destroying is also forbidden. Mm. Maybe you're destroying... All right, so Alex thinks it should be more of a soser because you're like, okay. you're destroying this, <laughs> this mound of dirt on the ground. Uh, Gabriel George, any ideas? Like why it would be Bona, the building? Part of the process of building is to remove the, the, the waste, the, the excess dirt. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so you're removing the excess dirt. Uh, as Tibby said, also, you're, you're creating like functional space before from something that wasn't functional. You're basically, you're creating a functional ground right now, right? Uh, so anytime you're, cre cre you're creating, you're building on Shabbos, meaning building means you're creating uh, something functional. Here you're creating functional ground because before there was a big bump, you weren't able to use it. Now you are able to use it. It's a functional uh, surface that you can now use. Uh, so the Gemara says that if you have this mound and you do it inside the home, then you're chayim mishum bona, it's the melech of bona. But basada, let's say you remove this mound uh, outside, right? Not inside the home, but outside the home. So now you're not going to say it's bona because you're not building any kind of, you're not uh, adding on to the structure or adding functional space to the structure. Uh, so if you do it outside the home, you level out the ground. So then you're chayim mishum choresh, it's going to be, you're, um, you're liable to the melacha of choresh. Why would it be Choresh now if you do it outside, leveling out the ground? That's how you plow? Huh? That's how you plow? Okay. You're preparing it for the next, for the crop or whatever, uh, what you're going to grow in it. Yeah. Uh, so, so now it's more, it's more fit for planting. Alex said that's how you plow. You, uh, you dig up. Here it's a little bit different because you're, you're not creating a ditch in the ground, which now you could uh, sow a seed. Uh, but you're just leveling out a mound. Uh, but overall, you're improving the the quality of the ground. Anytime you're improving the quality of the ground, melacha of choresh. Um, and that's why the Gemara says that you're chayev mishum choresh. So we have this concept from the Gemara uh, that's called mashve gumos, which is uh, leveling out the ground, that we see that if a person does it outside the home, he's not improving the structure of the home. Nevertheless, it's the melacha of Choresh because you're improving the ground by leveling it out. It's now a more functional space that you can use for uh, planting, walking more evenly, uh, not tripping, etc. Uh, so you're essentially improving the quality of the ground by leveling out the ground. Uh, so we see that there's this concept called mashvagumos. This is where it comes from. Uh, and this is the halacha lamaisa, that it's, for, it's prohibited, it's forbidden for somebody on Shabbos to level out the ground on Shabbos. Uh, so you can't fill in a ditch. Uh, that's also going to be a form of leveling out the ground, right, if you fill in a ditch. Similarly, you can't, um, you can't remove a mound of dirt uh, and level out the ground that way. Okay, so at face value, it doesn't seem to be, you know, that many practical applications. When are you going to be leveling out the ground on Shabbos? I mean, it could be that you want to fill in a ditch uh, or you want to remove uh, some kind of mound that people might trip over. Um, but uh, it comes even more than that when it comes to rubbing in one spit on Shabbos. So let's say you're, um, right, you're walking through uh, Walhalla Park uh, on Shabbos. What's the park? Uh, right. Um, on Bondi Road? Waverly? Park. Yeah, Waverly Park. You're walking through Waverly. Been away too long. What? Been away too long. Yeah. <laughs> I need a refresher. <laughs> so you're walking through Waverly Park on Chavez or, uh, or cutting through, uh, I forgot the other one's name, uh, the, the one near Pankaville Street. Uh, but you're cutting through one of the parks on Chavez, right? And it's, uh, you're going through the, the, the grass or the soil. Uh, and uh, you excess saliva, you want to spit it out. Uh, so we're putting manners aside over here uh, and just focusing on the technical halachic applications. Uh, but if a person wants to spit on bare soil on Shabbos, is he allowed to rub it in with his shoe, right? So when you, when you spit on Shabbos and then you, uh, you kick your foot back and forth, you're essentially going to be filling in possibly uh, a little hole there or leveling out the ground a little bit better. 
right? So is that going to be permitted on Shabbos or not? So over here we have the Shulchan Arach, uh, and the Shulchan Arach says in Shintez Zayin, uh, Se'if Yud Aleph, he says, Lo Yishavshef Beraglav, Roik Algabe Karka, if a person spits on the ground, he shouldn't um, uh, shake his foot back and forth and, uh, and dig in uh, the spit in order to cover it up. Why? Mishum Dimash Vagumos, because this is going to be the concept that we just mentioned of leveling out the ground. It's Mash Vagumos, leveling out the so ground. Five, by the way, what? the implication is you can spit on the ground. Yes. That's not considered having moisture. Uh, so good, good Shiloh, we'll have to get into, uh, is it a problem of Lush and is it a problem of Choresh? Um, the, the implication from the Shulchan Aruch is that it's Mutter, right? Because he says, don't rub it in, the ground. but he doesn't say don't spit in the first place. Uh, so while, we're going to have to take a look at the next sugya, uh, which is going to be adding water uh, to, to soil. Uh, can you pour water out on, on, ground, on, on bare soil? Is that considered a malach of chorish or not? And then we'll have to take a look at how that would apply to saliva and why the Shulchan Aruch never mentioned that as a problem. Uh, but it's a very good point that Alex is making, which is... He's, the Shulchan Aruch is just saying don't rub it in, but he doesn't say that it's uh, that it's usher to spit on the soil in the first place. Why isn't that a a problem of lush, right? Lush is when you create uh, through a liquid medium, you create a uh, one um, compound. Uh, so basically, if you have multiple tiny little particles of flour, and then you add uh, a liquid, right? You add you add something to, and then that combines the individual particles into one big particle, that's the malacha of lush. So lachara, that should be happening over here when you spit on the ground, you have tiny little particles of dirt, you spit on the ground, that's gonna combine these little particles together uh, and maybe that'll create, you know, some kind of, no some kind of lush mixture. There's no intent there or, or use. Yeah, uh, Tibi's saying there's no intent or use, that'll definitely be one of the, one of the heterim involved. Also, you're not really mixing it at all over here, right? So you're only, uh, you're only uh, spitting on the soil without actually mixing it. Uh, and because saliva is not like a thin liquid, sometimes when you just by adding the liquid, it already turns into, it already will absorb and create one compound. Uh, over here by the soil, saliva doesn't, it's not that thin, right? Something thicker uh, is not really gonna combine the individual particles of dirt. Uh, it could be something that's, um, we'll see, Rav Nisim Karelitz holds, uh, that it's something that uh, is so minute, right, on such a tiny scale, you're combining particles, uh, that we, we, we that it's not a malachas machsheves, it's not considered any uh, considerable uh, malacha act on Shabbos. Uh, so we'll, we'll take a look uh, at some of the heterim there. Uh, but for now, just discussing um, uh, um, leveling out the ground on Shabbos, uh, so we have the Shulchan Aruch that says, Lo Yishav Shefiraglav Roks Al Gabe Karka Mishum Demash Vegumos. You're not allowed to uh, rub in uh, with your foot. The if you spit on the ground, you can't rub it in with your foot because then you're going to be leveling out the ground. Avam Mutter Ladarso Lefitumo Sheinu Mischaven Lemareach Ulahashos Gumo. But if, um, but what you can do, right? If you're kind of just walking, is you can, you know, as you're walking just kind of uh, like rubbing in. He says, tumo though, like in uh, as you're walking kind of motion. Uh, so meaning not, not sitting there and going like back and forth like this, uh, but you can do kind of one deep step 
and uh, and you know flat and cover it up as much as you can while you're walking. Ah, so so why shouldn't it apply even if there's no liquid there? Um, right. So even if there's no liquid, it doesn't it doesn't have to do with the liquid. It just has to do with the, that's the practical application that the Shulchan Aruch is saying, where it's most common for you to rub your foot back and forth. Uh, but uh, George is making an, a great point, which is even if there's no spit there, you can't rub your foot back and forth on the ground purposefully to level out the ground. If you're doing it while you're walking, so then that's okay. Uh, but if you're you know doing it on like on purpose to level out the ground, uh, or because you have a foot shake that you need to get out. Uh, hokey pokey, I don't know, whatever you're doing. Uh, so, so then it would not, then George is saying, even if there's no spit there, it would be Osir because you're leveling out the ground. Um, so, uh, so uh, yeah, so we have the Shulchan Aruch that a person not allowed to do it purposefully, but if he's doing it as he's walking, then it's going to be okay. And even though, even while you're walking, right, if you, if you try covering it up, uh, the the spit in a while you're in your walking motion, even though memela you're going to be memareach, you're going to be flattening out the ground. Kilo mechaven shari mishumi usa. If you're not since you're not being mechaven, uh, similar to the hetter that uh, Tibi was saying, uh, this isn't your kavana to level out the ground. You just want to cover up your spit so that it doesn't look gross for somebody else uh, walking by. Uh, and it's here he says it's mutter because it's mius. Uh, it, it, yeah, uh, we have to figure out what the Shulchan Aruch exactly is saying, why there's okay. an extra... Yeah, so, so there is no real heter of mius that we find anywhere else. No, there is. Uh, we do find kavodabrios. Uh, so kavodabrios is uh, like if a person's in the bathroom, there's a heter to rip toilet paper in an unusual manner because ripping in an unusual manner is a durabanan. And because of kavodabrios, it's going to be mutter. Similarly, if somebody's in the hospital, their wife is uh, having a baby, and the only toilets are these electric toilets, right? So by you walking in, you know by leaving it, you're going to be triggering the toilet. Uh, but that's the only way for you to go to the bathroom, is uh, to use the electric toilets. So in that case also, it's a dirabanan. And because of kavodabrios, it's going to be permitted, because uh, otherwise, um, yeah. Yes, hold it in the whole Shabbos. I don't know what else. Uh, so yeah, so a person would a, a person would definitely be permitted to use the electric toilets in a situation where he doesn't have an alternative. Uh, because of Kavod Abrios, the Rabbanan weren't goes there in such a situation. So it could be that this this is Lichara what the Shochan Aruch is coming on to. That if you have like a big blob of saliva on the ground, that's a little bit gross, and therefore. Uh, one would be allowed to be memareach lefitumo. Yeah. Um, I really actually had a good question, which was, can you, if you, so you can rely on this covered up Rios hetero to be ever once you're stuck there, but can you, I don't know, can you let's say go to a hotel or a cruise or something that you know that the only way you'll be able to go to the bathroom is that, you know, when when you leave, it'll just automatically go like a ladder. Yeah. Is it forbidden to be, or or do we say no? You're there, and then Shabbos you can go to the bathroom. You're going to stand the whole day. Right, right. Um, so there you're khatkhila, putting yourself in a situation. Oof, that's a good question. We have, no, we have, uh, we have a similar thing by which, um, the lights. Yeah, yeah. if you're allowed to get an apartment yeah. when you know that the that the lights are going to go on. Yeah. Um, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to pause because I'm public here. Um, yeah. Uh, well, the, I I want to I want to clarify with somebody first, but. Um, I, I think different rabbanim will give you different psakim. 
uh, depending on, on the rough. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to be a that's going to come up more and more with the yeah. sales and cruise shippers. And key fobs also. Um, key fobs. When, when we were living in Denver, we tried getting an apartment that didn't have a, uh, a fob, which is like a little clicker to get into the door. And it was impossible to find anything on the market that was available except for ones with key fobs. Uh, and Lamaisa, we got the apartment with the key fob every Shabbos. We had to wait outside and like sneak into our, or wait for like a car to go. Sometimes Friday nights, you come back at 11, 12 o'clock after, uh, after Shalom Zachar. Uh, we'd be like waiting out there in the freezing cold in Denver, waiting for like a car to come. Uh, and then I'd have to like jump over the gate tripper for the, because if you go through, it trips the gate. So you should jump over. Uh, so it was like a whole thing. And then I'd have to go up to the second story and go over because I was like the only staircase and go over this bridge back into my apartment. Uh, so every single Shabbos for a full year, I would have to break into my own uh, Shabbos twice. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, but but yeah, uh, so it wasn't it wasn't fun. But it's going to come up more and more, where like you're only able to get an apartment with fobs and trippers and light switches. Uh, so I, this is going to come up more and more. And what uh, what Gavriel is asking is an amazing question, which is, can you get into a situation where now uh, you're going to have to rely on heterim like kavod abrios? Uh, or Psikrisha Delo Nichale and in Makom Trader Abanan and all these kind of heterim. Uh, is that is that Lachatila permitted to get into such a situation? Light sensors as you walk down the street switch on lights. Yeah. Uh, so there you don't have a there you need you're now in a situation where you need to go. And to be saying the extreme is like, okay, so maybe now you move to uh, Indonesia where they don't have these light trippers. And start a community there. <laughs> and, and so, so, so if, no power to run to <laughs> uh, so that would be the that would be the extreme of lechatchila. Uh, you shouldn't get into shilas, and therefore you should move to a different community where you're not going to have problems of tripping on Shabbos. Uh, so so lechara, the the answer is that a person's allowed to uh, get into a situation where he's going to have to rely on the on the various etarim, uh, but some rabbanim. Every Rav will, will recommend not to you know, go on a cruise where you're going to have to trip lights and, uh, unless you feel like there's a, like a real need, which usually if a person feels like he needs to go on vacation and there's a real need, uh, so then it might be uh, mutter, but uh, ask your local Orthodox Rabbi in your particular situation. Um, okay, so coming back to, um, to leveling out the ground. Uh, so we have the Shulchan Aruch, that it's Asr to Rabbein, but Mutter to walk and kind of cover it up that way. Um, and that's the Halacha, right? Permitted to step on your spit to cover it up, but not to rub it back and forth. Um, and that includes, uh, that includes whether you have wet spit there or even dry. A person shouldn't rub in the ground because that's going to level out the floors. Now what comes up is the Halacha of sweeping uh, floors on Shabbos. Uh, and this comes up very interesting because the Shulchanar gives this Isser. Uh, we have three more minutes left, so I think we'll just go through the Shulchanar and the bare bones of it, and then we'll continue next week, uh, next Thursday. Uh, so over here, the Shulchanar, uh, going on the, this Mashva Gumas, leveling out the ground, says the Shulchanar, Shin Laman Zayin, Se'if Beis, Asr Lechabed Abayas, it's Asr for one, to sweep the floor, right? Clean the floor, Lechabed Abayas, Ele'im Kein Hakarka Merutzaf, it's only permitted if the ground is 
merutzaf, meaning covered with something, either a wood kind of flooring or a tile flooring or stone, uh, so that only then would it be permitted to sweep the floor. But back then, uh, even today, if you go to houses in Africa, uh, they they don't have uh, they don't have flooring on their floor. They just leave it bare dirt. Right? So they, everything's bare dirt. Uh, so in such a situation, a person would not be allowed to sweep the floor, right? So uh, right, something falls on the floor, it would not be permitted to sweep it. Why? Because then you're going to be leveling out the ground, uh, which is what the, the Mishnah Bura explains. Why is it usher to sweep the floor? Because then you're leveling out the ground. It's considered a melech, a Um And then the Shulchan says, There are those who permit even if the ground is not, uh, does not have any flooring on it. Uh, so meaning even bare soil and a person doesn't have any kind of tiling or flooring, uh, it's still permitted. That's what he says in the Yesh Omen. There is, um, there's a klal in Shulchan Aruch that when you have what's called Stam and Yesh, uh, so you have the Shulchan Aruch paskins one way, and then he brings the Yesh Omerim afterwards, Halacha Kestam, that we say the Shulchan Aruch is really paskining like the Stam. Uh, right, so the Shulchan Aruch first says, Stam, usher to sweep the floor if there's no flooring. And then he says, brings this Yesh Omrim that says it could be that it's permitted uh, to sweep the floor because a person's only thinking about sweeping the floor. He's not really thinking about, uh, about leveling the ground. And because um, the Mishnah Bura explains that the reason for this heter of the Yesh Omrim is also because it's offer to Huach, it's already loose dirt, and therefore it's already basically leveled. Uh, and maybe you're filling in a little bit, but you're not filling in any major gaps in the floor. Uh, so that's not considered a significant action. But we see that the Shulchan Paskins, that if the floor is not uh, tiled or does not have flooring, then it's going to be usher uh, to sweep the floors in such a situation. Um, and then, uh, the, if anybody needs to go now, it's already 8, eight o'clock. I just want to finish off the, the Ramah over here. Uh, but the Ram, but the Rama says there are those who are machmer even if the floor has tiling on it. Uh, so we see that the Rama brings this yesh machmirim even if the floor has tiling on it, uh, then it's still going to be aser. And he says this is the minhag in Ashkenaz where he lived. Uh, so the Ashkenazi minhag is not to be allowed to sweep floors even if there's some kind of flooring on it. So the question is going to be, how are we allowed to, you know, use our brooms on Shabbos? Shouldn't there be this gezerah, this, uh, uh, this gezerah of, of not sweeping the floors? Uh, so the Mishnah Bura explains that the reason for the gezerah of even bimarutzaf, even if the floors have tiling on it, why should that be usher? Because they made a gezerah atu uh, because of floors that aren't tiled. Because back then, most floors weren't tiled and only a few were, uh, were tiled. So the Chazal were worried if we're going to allow the people who have tiling on their floors uh, to sweep. So then the Ramah is saying that the Rabbanan therefore made a gezera even on the, the, the houses that did have these fancy floors, uh, right, which was considered a huge luxury back then in, in Ashkenaz where the Ramah le- lived because most houses didn't have uh, flooring, only a few did. Therefore, it's us or even in the ones that do because people are going to see them sweeping and they're going to be, ah, it's mutter to sweep on Shabbos and they're going to sweep even in their floors, even even in their houses without flooring. But the Bira Halacha says that nowadays where, right, I guess already in Raden, uh, actually he says in a town uh, where most of the houses do have flooring, which is definitely the case here in America, right? Unless you're in Africa, most of the, in rural Africa, uh, most of the houses anywhere you go in the world uh, in today's generation are gonna have flooring, wood, uh, tile, 
many layers of uh, flooring in between uh, the ground and the dirt. So therefore, we're not going to have this gezerah of the Ramah. And therefore, nowadays, practically, it definitely would be permitted for one to sweep the floors. So even though the Ramah says that there's this gezerah not to sweep floors on Shabbos, uh, nowadays, if you look at the Bir Alacha, if, if you're in a city where most of the floors are tiled, then it's going to be mutter. And that's the practical Alacha nowadays, that a person is permitted to sweep away uh, at his floors. So enjoy uh, your clean floors for Shabbos. Uh, have an amazing, an amazing rest of your day. So good to see everybody back uh, and hopefully continue strong. Shkoich Alex for keeping everything going. Uh, it wasn't easy to find in all the substitutes, uh, some of the back-end info. Uh, every day, you know, having to ask somebody else to come in. Uh, and shkoyach for everybody who filled in. Rabbi Ingram, shkoyach for, for filling in. Um, and everybody for coming and daily and being mechazek, uh, the kolach, keeping it going. Okay. Shkoyach,